Welcome, my brothers and my sisters, to another time of coming before the face of our exalted God and King, the Savior of our souls and the Majesty on high, the lover of our souls, the Bishop of our souls, our baptizer in the Holy Spirit, the Lord who loves us with an unconditional, unending love that spans eternity. Glory be to his name and hallowed above all names is his name by which you and I are called forevermore. Listen, there is a deep spiritual need within my heart and your heart, within the human heart to worship God. Like um, some of you may have heard before, there's a God-shaped vacuum in every heart and it will never ever find its rest until it is filled with Jehovah, filled with God. And for those like you and I who have discovered the need to worship God, we find ourselves filled with a deep sense of joy, a deep sense of peace and hope and faith by reason of our union with Jesus Christ, by reason of our faith in God and fellowship with him. And my brother, my sister, if you are yet to discover the heart of the worshipper within you, then open your heart and open your mouth right now as we worship him. Because you can actually be saved, but you don't have the heart of a worshipper. And that is actually another step, another realm in our relationship with God. You've got to have the heart of a worshiper to be able to plumb the depths of God. So let's open our hearts and open your mouth and lift up your voice right now. And as you concentrate everything, everything within you on Jesus Christ, train your eyes, your gaze, and all that is within you on him. And begin to see God, behold God, and accept God as the center of your world, as the center of your universe, as the foundation of your life, as everything, everything to you and therefore worthy of your worship, worthy of your praise all day and all night long, every day of this year. So let's worship him. Let's praise the Lord. Let everything that is within you, everything that is within you, praise the Lord Jesus Christ in the beauty, in the splendor, in the majesty of his holiness, beloved of God. Yes, worship him with me. When I look into your holiness, 
when I gaze into your loveliness. When I gaze into your loveliness. When all things, all things that surround me, yes, worship him. Worship him wherever you are. It's just you and your savior. It's just you and the lover of your soul. It's just you and the high priest and apostle of your confessions, wherever you are. Ah, it's got nothing to do with (laughs) whether you can sing or not. I don't have a good voice at all, but I love worshiping the Lord because it's not about your voice. It's about the expression of your deep love, expression of your adoration and expression of how much, how much you recognize that you need him. When I look into your holiness, hallelujah. When I gaze into your loveliness, when all things that surround, when all things that surround become shadows in the light of you. When I find the joy of reaching your heart, when I find the joy of reaching your heart, when my will becomes enthroned in your love, when my will becomes enthroned in your love, when all things that surround, when all things that surround become shadows in the light of you, I worship you, I worship you. Hey! I worship you. I worship you. The reason, the reason I live is to worship, is to worship you. Hey, I worship you. I worship you. The reason I live is to worship you. One more time, just gaze upon the beauty of our God. Just imagine yourself at the foot of the majesty on high before his throne lifting up your heart and your voice and your hands and bowing your head before him in adoration and in worship before him. When I look into your holiness, when I gaze into your loveliness, when all things that surround become shadows in the light of you. When my will becomes enthroned in your love, when all things that surround, when all things that surround me become shadows in the light of you. Worship him with everything that is within you all over this hotline. I worship you. I worship you. Oh Lord, hallelujah. The reason I live is to worship you. 
I worship you. Marinate your environment with worship of him. I worship you, Jesus. The reason, the reason I live, the reason I'm alive is to worship you. Yes, look into his holiness, gaze into his loveliness, the loveliness of the exalted God and King in the face of Jesus Christ. One more time, when I look, when I look into your holiness, when I gaze, when I gaze into your love, when all things, when all the things that surround me become shadows in the light of you, in the light of you, when I found when I found the joy of reaching your heart, when my will becomes enthroned, when my will becomes enthroned in your love, <laughs> when all the things that surround me become shadows in the light of you. Worship him, bless him. I worship you. Savior, I worship you, my life you are, oh, the reason I'm alive, that's the reason, Lord, is to worship you, oh, oh, Lord, I worship you. I worship you, my Jesus. The reason I live is to worship you. Hey, I worship you, great I am. Yes, worship him. You can worship him in your own songs, wherever you are. Just let worship rise up and flow out of the bowels of your being. I worship you, great I am. You are mighty. You are mighty in our midst. Hey, I worship you, my prince of peace. Yes, you are. The strong and breasted one, I lift my voice. I lift my voice in worship as I sing praises. As I sing praises to your name, I lift my voice. I lift my heart. I lift my voice in worship as I sing praises to your name. I worship you. Glory, glory be to you. For you are deserving of our worship. You are deserving of the praise of your people. You're deserving of our adulation and our adoration. You're deserving of being extolled and exalted. For you are the great king and our mighty God. Almighty God, unrivaled in power, unequaled in power, incomparable in power. None can stand before you. You are God and besides you there is none other and there never will be. 
For from the eternal beginning, you reigned as God. You cannot be outmaneuvered. You cannot be outwitted. <laughs> you are God all by yourself. We give you glory and we give you praise. The one who brings purpose and significance and order into our lives. The reason for our being, the source of our lives, the foundation of our lives, our fountain of, of life, our spring of life, our tree of life. Glory be to your name, Jesus. Hey. Matthew 6 verse 9 says, In this manner therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Jesus here teaches us that that should be our first request when his disciples came to him and asked him, Master, teach us to pray. And the very first sentence in his response to them was, when you pray, say, my father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Hallowed means to keep holy and to set apart. And you may ask, uh -uh, but isn't God's name already holy? And most certainly it is. So what then do we ask of the Lord God when we ask that his name be kept holy? Really what we're saying is, let your name be kept holy among us and in our lives. You see, you and I know that we're called by that name because you're a child of God. You're a son of God. You're a daughter of God. And when we say you're a son of so-and-so, you bear that person's name. My children are the sons of Kalejaye. They bear his name. They bear the name of their father, Kalejaye. You're a son. You're a daughter of God. And so you bear the name of God. And so you're going to pray and ask that the Lord help you so that you live in such a way that you do not dishonor his holy name and drag it down into the mud of sin and stain his glory. Yes, we will pray that we do not dishonor that holy name by which we are called in our ways today and in all of our activities today. So pray with me and say, my father in heaven, hallowed be your holy name in my life and my ways today and every day of this year. I yield myself to you. Help me so that in all that I think, all that I say and do today and every day of this year that you have ushered me into will bring glory and honor to your holy name that I bear. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yes, pray. Pray. Father, help me. Strengthen me so that I live and talk and act in such a way that your name that I bear is hallowed. I yield myself to you because apart from you, I cannot do this. Hallowed be your holy name in my life. Hallowed be your holy name in my ways and all of my activities and the things that I say today, O oh Lord. For I want to honor you. I want you to be lifted up and exalted in my life. For I am your daughter. I am your son. And I desire that you are honored in my life, in my ways, in all 
that pertains to me, in the job that I do, hallowed be your name. In my relationships, my relation, ah, and I pray that in your relationship with your wife, in your relationship with your husband, in your relationship with your children, that Jesus Christ will be lifted up because that's really what it means that his name be hallowed. Oh, let your name be hallowed in my relationship with those in my workplace. Let your name that I'm called on, that I'm called by, be on display, O oh Lord. Hallowed be your name in my workplace. Let your name be manifest by the excellence that will attend the work that I will do today, O oh God. And every day of this year, in all that pertains to me, Lord, in my workplace, in the job, in the vocation, my daddy, in your calling upon my life. Hallowed be your name in my business, Jehovah. Those of you who are business owners on this hotline, pray that the name of Jesus, the name of God will be hallowed in every area and in every arena of your business. Yes, your business will display the wisdom of God, the excellence of God, the favor of God. Hallowed be your name in the businesses of your people, Jehovah. Hallowed be your name in my relationship with my spouse, oh God. Help me so that I will honor you. Pray, my brothers, pray, my sisters. That Cassandra Shikanda, remember the Lord Jesus said that really the union between a man and a woman is supposed to mirror the union between Jesus Christ and his church. So pray, Father, help me. Particularly the men on this hotline, pray that the Lord will help you because you're the head of the home. And if there's any dysfunction, yes, (laughs) your wife will also be called to account, to give account for that dysfunction by God. But the buck really truly ends with you because he said you are the head of the home and you're supposed to ensure that there is no dysfunction. There is no, um, the enemy does not bring all kinds of diabolic mischief to bear on your home. There's no evil maneuverings by the powers of darkness in your home, in your marriage. It is your responsibility as the head of the home that God has installed in your home. Hey, Father, help me. Help your sons, O God. Help your sons, Jehovah, to arise and to ensure that your name is hallowed in their marriages, hallowed in the homes that you have given to them and blessed them with, so that they will not be ashamed as they stand before you to give account of that which you have blessed them with, O Lord, in their marriages, in their unions, in their homes, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallowed be your name, O God. Yes, pray. Pray and continue to pray and say, help me to live, O God, with the consciousness of your name that I am called by so that I may live in such a way that does not dishonor your name and drag it into the mud and stain your glory. For apart from you, I'm not able to do so. I receive fresh grace, Lord, 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, pray. Pray that you live with the consciousness of that name. Some of you may have told your children, hmm, my son, my daughter, you call them by their name. Remember, and you may even pull your ear as you're saying it. Remember whose name you bear. Remember whose name you are called by. I, I, I have done that with my children and I'm sure so many of you have done so. Ah, Satashi Kamananda, because you don't want them to bring dishonor to the family name. So pray, Papa, help me. I yield to you. Help me to live with the consciousness of that name, the name of Jesus Christ that I am called by. I'm a son, I'm a daughter of yours, oh God. Let me live with that consciousness every moment, every second of the day, always remembering. Holy Spirit, remember. The word of God says that you bring into my remembrance the very words of Jesus Christ. Cause me to always remember whose I am and to live and walk in that consciousness all day long, all night long, every day of this year, Lord, because it will restrain me, my daddy, from dishonoring that name. It will keep me from going off on tangents, daddy, that displease you or grieve your holy heart. It will prevent your people from blowing up, my daddy, in all kinds of misconduct or misbehavior all over the place. Father, help me to live with that consciousness, Daddy, of whose name I bear in the name of Jesus Christ. I yield. Yes, pray and yield your members. Yield your members to the Lord. To fill you with the consciousness of whose you are and whose, oh my Jesus, I just glanced at the time. Whose name you bear? Cassandra Shikene Sihika in Jesus' name. I just want us to pray it through. That's why I'm spending time on this. Because if Jesus is at the center, when Jesus is all we see, all we know, when he's all that is before us, you know what? We don't need to pray too much. We just maintain the principle of the divine life that is resident within us by his Holy Spirit. And everything else falls into place. One of Pastor Deepa's most favorite scriptures is holiness is a defense. In other words, when you strive by the grace of God and with the help of the Holy Spirit to just try and live holy. What does it mean to live holy? To Live a life that honors God and pleases him. We may miss it every now and then and fall every now and then, but we have a heart that desires to walk uprightly before him. In other words, we, we, we have a heart that trembles at God's word. Then everything else falls into place. So, saints of God, let us strive, let us strive to honor the name of Jesus Christ in everything that pertains to us, where Jesus is constantly before our face, in all we say, in all we do, in all that of our actions. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. We need to move on unless the Lord will have us continue here. There is no entanglement. 
that the Lord cannot get us out of. What am I saying? If you have found yourself or your business has found itself or your ministry has found itself in a messy entanglement, that is, you cannot disentangle yourself from and get out of. Our Lord and our God is able to untangle that difficult situation and get us out of it. It could be in a relationship, it could be ministry, it could be business, whatever it is that is weighing our hearts down and giving us sorrow. And it, could, it may not even involve you, it may involve your loved one. Let us pray that there is no messy entanglement that God, hmm, the Lord God of all flesh, is who is not able to come in the midst of and disentangle. Yes, pray and say with me, Father, my Father in heaven, there is no messy entanglement that you cannot disentangle and get me out of. Untangle this mess I have got myself into. Oh Lord, my help and my deliverer. And get me out of it, I pray. In Jesus' name. Arise, O oh God, and step into the midst of this situation. And get me out of this mess. Get my loved one out of this mess, O oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, pray. It could be your spouse you're praying this prayer for. Or it could be a friend of yours that has <laughs> told you this story. And it is such a mess. And just mere thinking about it just brings a weight upon you. You feel so burdened. Even though it doesn't involve you, but it is such a mess. That it's weighing you down just merely thinking about it. Pray. To our God who sits in the heavens and rules in the affairs of men. His word says in Psalm 29 that at his, at, at his voice, the forest is stripped bare. There is nothing, no matter how tangled up it is, no matter how maze-like it is, our God is able to unravel it. Hallelujah. So pray. Father, there is no messy entanglement you cannot disentangle and get me out of. Arise, O Lord, because you're a God and a Father who steps into the trenches of my life. You step into my mess because that is who you are. That's the heart of love that you have, Lord. You do not care about getting your hands dirty with the mud that I'm in in order to bring me out of that mud. You are a true shepherd indeed. Papa, arise for me. Arise for my son in this situation that he has gotten himself in. For my daughter in this mess that that she is in, O oh God. Arise, O oh God, for me in my ministry. If you are a minister and your ministry is in a mess, arise for me, O oh God, and help me to clean out this mess. Disentangle, O oh God. 
this messy entanglement that I have gotten myself into, Lord, that my ministry is in, oh God. You are the God who orders the destinies of generations of nations. This is nothing to you, oh God. Father, you are the God who causes this world to continue to march forward. Daddy, what I'm in is nothing for you. Arise, my Father, the unchanging God, the ancient of days, the one in whose domain lies all power, all wisdom and all might, and disentangle my son, disentangle my daughter, disentangle my spouse, disentangle my ministry from this situation, oh God, from this mess, oh Lord. Ah, clean it out for me. Clean it out for me, Daddy, and help me to put things right and in order. In Jesus' name, I pray. Untangle, yes, pray, and continue to say, untangle this difficult situation in my business, O Lord, and get us out of it, my God of all wisdom and help, for there is nothing you cannot do. Father Satishikananta, have you not said, O Lord, it gives you great joy, it gives you happiness, it delights your soul to give me the king. Ah, Jesus, ah, Satishikanda, saints of God, just um, repeating this word from our father just makes my heart thrill, and that's why I stopped. He said it gives him great joy. Think about that. It gives him great joy. It gives him great happiness. It delights his soul to give us the kingdom. Fear not, little flock. That's how he started out. Fear not. Do not be afraid, my children. Little flock. That is a term of endearment. My little ones, my cherished ones, the ones that I carry in my arms and hold close to my divine chest. Fear not. For it gives me pleasure. It gives me delight. It gladdens my heart to give you the kingdom. What does that mean? To make sure that you are a participator and you experience the benefits of my kingdom, the blessings of my kingdom, the power of my kingdom. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Oh, I worship you, great I am. You are. So mighty in my life, I worship you, Prince of Peace. Yes, you are the strong and breasted one. I lift my heart in worship as I sing praises to your name. I lift my voice in worship as I sing praises to your name. I worship you. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus, we worship you. I worship you because I know, I know, I know and I recognize whose I am and whom I serve. And you've said you would, your eyes move to and fro over all the earth to show yourself strong and display your might and strength in the lives of your people. Thank you, Father. 
Oh, thank him for what he is doing. Thank him. And yes, Father, guard our steps as we continue in the course of this year so that we do not get ourselves entangled in a mess. Father, that will harm us or cost us greatly. Yes, pray that prayer for yourself as we round up this particular prayer. Pray that the Lord will guard your steps. He is your divine guardian. He guards us. He teaches us. He instructs us by his spirit, by your spirit within us, O God. Guard our steps, my Father. Give us a heart to be people of integrity that will follow your word. Because when we follow his word, it guards us, actually. Following his word, because he says his word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And as we walk in the light, of his word. It guards our feet. Arakanas and it protects us. Help me Father, not to harden my heart against your word that will enlighten my path and illuminate my way, O God, so that I do not step into a mess that will cost me dearly, that will cost me greatly. In Jesus' name. Help your people on this hotline to embrace your word that is a light to our path and a lamp to our feet, Jehovah, in the name of Jesus Christ. Take heed, take heed unto yourselves, dear brothers and sisters. For there is a way that seems right all Tasika to you, but the end thereof is injury, it is death, it is costly. And choose the God option. Always choose the God option. Even if it appears difficult, even if uh, it appears difficult to swallow at first, the Bible says eventually to be like honey when you've swallowed us, when you've swallowed us, when you've swallowed it, <laughs> even though initially the taste may be bitter. Oh, Father Sana Shingenanta. There is a young person on this hotline. You're not married. And the Spirit of the Lord says, when I said, even though the initial taste may be bitter, that is when it came to me. And the Spirit of the Lord is saying that you're involved in a relationship right now. And that relationship is making... It's, it's very bitter in your mouth. This one is not the one where um, it's the will of God with the initial taste of bitterness and eventually it will gladden your heart and be like honey to your soul. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. This one is the bitterness of um, walking outside the will of God. And, the, you know, oh, Jesus, the beauty, the beauty, the beauty of our relationship with God is this. And I'm sure you can all bear me witness. When we are walking outside of the will of God, when we are walking in opposition to what God will have us do, you, you know, you know, you may hide your head in the sand, you may try to, you know, act as if mm -mm, um, what I'm doing is right. Because as humans, we have such a great capacity for self-deception. But in our heart, in our core, we know 
Why? Because as long as you're a son, a daughter of the Most High God, the Spirit of God lives within you and he will bear witness with your spirit and he will make sure that you know. And so my dear brethren, whoever this is, you know that this relationship does not honor God and this relationship is not what God wants for you, but you are bent on continuing with it. The Lord by his spirit is, (coughs) should I use the word appealing? It's urging you to take heed unto yourself. Take heed unto yourself, for you know what the spirit of the Lord has been telling you. Yield to my spirit and he will lead you beside the still waters and bring you to the great green peaceful pasture that I've prepared for you, where you'll have peace to your soul and you will eat from that pasture in peace. Says the spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Father. We need to move on before we take our holy communion. Oh, thank you, Jesus. For any one of you who has not received Jesus Christ into their hearts as Savior, Jesus is your answer to everything, everything in your life, everything. He came to earth to die for your sins and rose again to give you eternal life and also a victorious life here on earth. For God so loved the world, God so loved you, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's John 3, 16. And as you say these words with your mouth and believe them with your heart, you will be born again. Romans 10, 9 to 10 says that. As you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, you will, on the authority of God's word, be a son, a daughter of the Most High God. I don't want you to come to hotline to heaven because you're a God lover or maybe you're religious and you're praying and yet you've not taken care of what needs to be taken care of, the most important thing. Because the Bible says, God has said that if you do not receive his son who he gave as your savior, you are none of his. You are none of his. That is God talking. So I want you to take care of first thing first. Take care of this so that you are sure of where you stand with God. God is so benevolent. God shows kind consideration to the whole world. But, but he says, you are none of his if you do not receive his son as your savior. So do not be deceived by the fact that you are experiencing and enjoying God's mercy. You are none of his if you do not receive the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. He says, so pray with me. And the rest of you continue praying for those in your circle of life. Who do not know the Lord, that God's convicting power will not lift off of them. Day and night, they'll be convicted of their need for a savior until they come to Jesus Christ, just as you did. And receive him as their savior and their Lord. Glory be to Jesus. So pray if you're not saved. Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. Separated from you. Through the evil of my heart and the wickedness of my ways. I invite you into my life right now. For I believe that you are the son of God and that you died on the cross for me. 
I receive you right now as my Savior and my Lord. Help me to live this life of faith that I have just confessed and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Because apart from you, I cannot do it. I receive Holy Spirit by faith now and I thank you for him. In your holy name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is it. Wasn't that easy? If you've prayed this prayer to receive Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us online at iccla.com iccla.com and let us know of your decision for faith or you can go to hotlinetoheaven.org and let us know we'd love to rejoice with you congratulations congratulations and welcome to the family of the most high god we know that god's plans for your life are good and he will reveal it to you and um, if you live in the los angeles area by all, all means come and visit us at international christian center los angeles you can get our contact information on our website iccla.com but if you're not able to visit us be sure of this one thing for that is the promise of god that we will meet in heaven because that is our glorious inheritance glory be to jesus and by the way, if you visit, send a note through the protocol people to let us know that you got saved on Hotline to Heaven so that we will get to meet with you. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory be to Jesus. And now let's take our Holy Communion. Father, by your everlasting hands, gather up the Holy Communion of your people. We are taking this in obedience to your word because you've said when we do so, we are signifying, we are declaring and proclaiming and holding forth what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross of Calvary, what he accomplished and finished on the cross that is sealed and ratified by his blood that you have respect for. Hallelujah. And you've said we should do this often, Lord. And that is what we are doing right now. And so, Father, as we take this Holy Communion right now, we thank you for honoring your covenant with us, your covenant of life, your covenant of wholeness, and your covenant of strength with your people. For we take this in faith fully expectant that you will do what you have promised in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Now take the Holy Communion in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And now pray. Father, By your resurrection power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. That is working in me and surging through all my paths. I decree right now, whatsoever is going on in my body that is contrary to the ordinances of heaven that was not so in the beginning 
by the almighty power in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, my Savior and my Lord. By that power that cannot be contested, I sabotage, I overthrow, and I decree it destroyed, and I deliver myself from whatsoever is going on in my body, contrary to the ordinances of heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, pray. Pray that prayer. Whatever is going on in your body that you know that is contrary to the ordinances of heaven, and even the one that is hidden, that is contrary to the ordinances of heaven, contrary to the will of heaven, contrary to the counsel of heaven. In other words, that was not so in the beginning. Pray by the mighty power in the name that is above every other name, the name of Jesus Christ that cannot be overcome, overpowered or